Hey everyone, you're listening to the Sales with Kales podcast, the podcast where I teach you actionable and easy to implement sales tactics and techniques so you can walk away from each episode with a new insight that you can apply straight away to your sales process and sell more, more confidently. Let's get right into it. This is Sales with Kales. Welcome back, everybody. Episode number eight. Today, we're going to be talking about one of my personal favorite topics when it comes to sales. And that's because this topic is so pervasive and every single salesperson has experienced this either in the past or are experiencing it throughout their sales career. And I've actually labeled this, are you doing sales wrong? And here's what I mean by that. Do you ever get nervous when even talking to someone about your business? If it involves money, let's say you run your own business and you're talking or you work for someone else and it involves something to do with your business, do you get nervous or anxious? Let alone just asking for a meeting, a consultation, or even getting into talking about pricing in the sale. Just talking to someone about your business has people feeling anxious. Now, on the other hand, when you jump into the, let's say you're already in a consultation, the nerves can go through the roof for most people. And then when it comes to asking for the sale, people sometimes can't even breathe. What's funny is I actually have a story about this. And back in the day, when I used to do sales, I used to sell uh, uh, memberships. And when I would get around to talking about the price of the membership, I would sit down and I actually, believe it or not, this isn't a joke, this isn't any sort of embellishment, I was not able to speak because I was so nervous, I couldn't breathe. I actually couldn't, I actually physically lost my breath and it would be, number one, so extremely awkward but it was so embarrassing and this is where I started off in sales and it's crazy because it's most people don't have it as bad as I did when I first got into it but a lot of people still feel anxious and nervous when talking about pricing or even when asking for a meeting again even as little as talking about their business people get nervous and anxious and you want to ask yourself what why why should you or why are you getting nervous and anxious when you're speaking about pricing, when you're talking about your business, when there's something that you're speaking about and it, there's an opportunity for you to gain some monetary value out of that, so a transaction, why do you get nervous? What's there to get nervous about? And is it just because do you feel your prospect or your customer is doing you a favor by doing business with you? If you've answered yes to any of these questions, then you're seeing you're doing sales wrong. And the way you're doing sales is if you're constantly feeling anxious about the process, and this is a career for you, then it's going to burn you out and you're going to end up hating your job. Simply because why would you continue, what sane person continues to do something that makes them nervous and uncomfortable? We tend to eventually start to avoid it because we develop such, such negative emotions around it. And if you, again, if you've answered yes to any of those above questions, then it'd be really beneficial 
for you to change your mindset on how you're doing sales. Here's my take on this, and because I was in this, I used to feel this exactly, and you want to shift your mindset on what you're doing. So if you're presenting a service to someone, there is no reason if you're in your own business, you own your own business, and you're doing coaching, you're selling coaching, whatever you're doing, or if you're working for someone else, when it comes to your service you or product, there is no reason for you to feel nervous at all. Although feeling nervous is perfectly natural, there's no reason for you to feel nervous, an excess of nervousness and anxiety when talking about your price. Approaching a consultation with the mindset, because a lot of people approach and go into consultations five minutes before their meeting, they feel really, really nervous or something like that. You want to approach a consultation with the mindset that you are not trying to persuade them to do business with you. Eradicate that mindset. You're not going in there trying to say, listen, I'm going to work so hard to get your business, this and that. If you do that, you instantly put yourself in an inferior position. You give them all the leverage, you put yourself below them, and no one likes to do business with people who aren't on the same level as them. You're on the same level as all of your clients. You're not below them just because you want them you want them to do business with you, you're not below them. So change the way you view that, number one. When you're going into a consultation, this is how you want to go into them. You know the ins and outs of your service and your business. If you're a coach, you know exactly what you have to offer. And if you don't, this is going to be your first step, finding out exactly how you help improve and benefit people's lives. That's the first step. Once you know that, and you know that you really have something to offer people in a beneficial way, you go into a consultation trying to determine if your potential prospect is actually going to be a good fit for your business model. If they exhibit characteristics and signs and they showcase to you that they have these specific goals and these specific challenges, challenges that you are capable of coming in there and solving for them, they're a good fit. That's why it's important, and we'll talk about this in another podcast, to know your ideal clients, who you really want to do business with. It's really important to know that. Otherwise, you're going to be lost in knowing exactly who's a good fit for you. And you want to know who's a good fit. That helps you attract better quality prospects and customers. So when you're in a consultation process, I'm going to say this again, you are not trying to persuade them to do business with you. You are simply trying to find out more about their challenges, more about their problems, more about the ins and outs of their business. And then it's going to be up to you because you're the expert in your field and they're sitting down with you. It's going to be up to you to determine if they are a good fit for your business model. If you feel that you can help them improve their lives based on what they said and help them solve their challenges and reach their goals, then present your pricing. Now I know what you're, you might be thinking and it's common to think this, it's if I'm not trying to persuade them, what am I doing? There's a difference in what I'm talking about. I don't mean that you're not putting effort into trying to find out and work together and get them to do business with you. What I mean is you're not trying to persuade them from a place of desperation and neediness. You are not trying to desperately convince them to do business with you because if you do that, like we mentioned, you're coming from a place of lower status. You will not be respected. They will look at you 
as just another sleazy salesperson that they'll never do business with. Or on the other hand, if you come in with a high level of social status and you're on the same level as them, you look at them as an equal, they are going to respect you in a way where they look at you as a business partner. And what's going to happen is persuasion will come naturally. And again, if you feel like they're a good fit, present your pricing in a confident way. That's what you want to do. That's the goal. It's not as easy as it sounds, but that's the goal. And if they're not a good fit and you find that, tell them, listen, from what, what we've gone through today, I can't see myself helping you to the full value of what my service has to offer, maybe in the future, but for now it doesn't make sense. And this does them a service because they're not wasting their money and they don't, they will appreciate that so much. But for the most part, you're going to be dealing with people who are a good fit and you're finding out that they can be a good fit. Now, from this perspective, it completely shifts, shifts how sales is being done. Most people go into consultation and they go, oh, I got to convince them. I'm going to convince them. I'm going to convince them. No, you're not trying to convince them. You're really not. You're not trying to win their business. You're trying to find out if they're a good fit for your business model. And if they are, you're benefiting them greatly in their lives. And again, and again, you're benefiting themselves, yourself. And you have to be able to benefit yourself because this is how, this is your livelihood as well. You should be compensated in proportion to the value you're offering to someone else. Why should you feel nervous about asking for $5,000 from your prospect when you know the, and they've explained and they've mentioned that solving their specific challenges or reaching that goal that you are going to help them get to is going to be far more valuable than $5,000. It could be upwards of a million dollars worth of value. It could change your entire lives, right? And this is how you want to shift your mindset. And what's why, why this is so important is because you first, actually, you have to know what you have to offer. You have to know that your product and your service is actually going to benefit people's lives. And once you do that and you know the ins and outs of your own business and you know who exactly you serve and the type of people who you've, you can have a positive impact on, then you obviously develop a pricing structure to reflect that. And what a pricing structure is, is that's a statement of your worth. If you believe that you're coaching, let's say you're a coach, let's say you're any type of coach and you work one-on-one with people. If you believe that the value you have to offer is worth $3,000 a month, then you charge that $3,000 confidently and you don't let people tell you that's ridiculous. Obviously, some people will because they don't see the value and that's fine. But knowing your own value and the benefits that whatever pricing you have has to offer is going to give you the confidence when it comes to talking about anything related to your business. And if you don't have that confidence in knowing that my $3,000 a month is completely worth it to my ideal prospect, to my ideal customer, then you have the confidence and you're not going to be nervous. But if you're uncertainty, if you have uncertainty, then what's going to happen is that's going to manifest itself into anxiety when it's talking about your business, nervousness when it comes to asking for the price. And again, if you have feel any of what I've talked about before, it's a combination of things, but it also could be that you don't feel that your pricing reflects your value or you haven't dived into really anything about that. And you haven't really thought that, wow, what I do here and for the price I charge is really worth it to my prospects. 
and my customers. So I should be proud about asking for this amount. I get to ask for five. I get to charge five thousand dollars to people and deliver. 10, 20, $30,000 worth of emotional, physical, uh, tangible benefits to them where they're very happy that I do so. And that's the key when it comes to feeling confident. If nervousness and anxiety around sales, this is a statement. This suggests your own uncertainty of the value of your product and service. And if you feel uncertain about your own service and you lack conviction and confidence in what your service, the value it has to bring, how do you expect your prospect and your customers to feel any different? Emotions are totally contagious. And if you feel a certain way, they're going to feel that way. On the other hand, if you feel really confident about your service and you know the value it has to bring, you're not going to chase people unnecessarily chase people. You're not going to feel needy. You're not going to feel desperate. You're not going to feel nervous or anxious for the most part. And that type of confidence is going to exude itself in a way that's contagious. And that level of contagiousness, your prospects will catch on to when you're giving your whatever it is, that one hour consultation, you're, you're explaining your pricing structure, structure. And you can see this in people who are, who are actually confident and then have some sort of like fake confidence. Like you, you, everyone's probably met someone who's just, who just radiates what it means to be confident. And it's just a feeling you get from them. It's not always something you, they do or they wear. It's not always something that is external. It's a feeling that you get from them that makes you, that allows you to see, wow, this person's really confident and you feel that. Same thing in sales. If you're so confident with what your product, the value or service it has to offer, your prospects and your customers are going to feel that level of confidence and feel that much more comfortable about doing business with you. And on the opposite, if you feel uncertain, they're going to feel uncertain. So, and, or, and, and so sales should be, should be fun. Sales should be really exciting. You shouldn't, if you feel nervous about sales when you're going into meetings, your, your sales is only, you're only going to be negatively impacting your sales. Your sales are going to take a big hit from this. If you're feeling anxious as well, when you go into a sales meeting, it should be fun. It should be exciting. Knowing that you possess the knowledge and the tools to have a positive, valuable impact on someone's life and improve and change your life for the better should make that entire process enjoyable. There should never be a large amount of anxiety or stress when it comes to the sales process. If you're feeling nervous when it comes to asking for anything or talking about your business, take a step back and analyze why. And if you have a base of customers already, just talking to your happy and your satisfied customers, asking them, and it's fine to do this, asking them if the value of your service or your product has been really worth it and the, the positive impact it had on their lives. This is one way to do it. Talking to your happy customers about how you're doing business with you changed their life for the better. And if you have a quality service or a product, they're gonna be, you're gonna get a very good response from people. And again, if you don't have anyone who does business with you th yet, that's fine too. Then really think about the benefits that your product has to offer and reflect that in your pricing structure and 
ruminate on that. Know and have the really deep level of confidence that this product, this service is really going to benefit people's lives in relation to the price that I'm asking for. I'm going to wrap things up there to come full circle. I want everyone to know that your prospect is not only doing you a favor by doing business with you. It is a mutually beneficial relationship where oftentimes if you have a good service, your customer is getting the better end of the stick. If you're so what? If you're charging four or $5,000 a month and your customer is getting $10,000 of value out of that, your customer is getting the better end of the deal. That means there's no reason why you should be nervous about them doing business with you or, the, or, you, or they're, you taking their credit card or their check or cashing that. There's no reason because they're getting more value out of it. Know this. Have the confidence in asking for what you want when it comes to your sales process. Know that your benefits of your product service are worth it and you're going to do better in sales. This has been today's episode, Sales with Kales. Hope everyone's had a good day so far. Until next time, take care.